Hoagie's Garage tonight, Tobe. Yep, busy night again, I think you got lined up for me. Yeah, we got we got three guys. We're going to do them all in separate shows just because... Four three. all together. Yeah, four people. But yeah, three yeah, we're shows. We're going to do three shows. There yep. you go. So, Get the stories right. Yep, so we got Troy Schurz on this one. Um, MSCS. 360. Points champion. Yep. Um, then we're going to have Dobbs on that we were supposed to have on last week, but we got him on this week. Yep. And then, uh, we're going to do Jason DeWall and Brooke, Brooke Tatnell Tatnall. at the same time. And that one's going to be a lot of fun. They're yep. all going to be fun. I, I've enjoyed every one of them so far. So absolutely. When so when we get back, we'll have Troy. Absolutely. Co-op energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business, with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogie Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. All right, we're at Hoagie's Garage, and we have the 360 champion. MSTS, MSTS, right? yep. Troy. Sours? Schurz. Schurz? Schurz. Schurz, okay. I figured I'd get it wrong, but that's just me. I'm really good with <laughs> Everybody <names>. does. <laughs> oh. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, this is my 25th year racing. Um, I started in carts in 98, um, just because kind of a, a family event with my, my parents and my brother, and, and uh, we just haven't quit yet. So, yeah, we raced... Uh, race carts back in oh this is back when like jody rosenboom and dusty zomer and guys like that were racing carts so um yeah started racing back then and and just kept kept moving up and ran some front wheel drive stuff as once the carts kind of got too expensive and ended up in a sprint car and here we are <laughs> so w was there more steps in there than that i mean from cart to did you say some front wheel Yep, carts to front wheel drives, and then I ran a year in non-wing sprint cars, and then jumped right into the. Well, we ran that that uh, Schwanky class, the five three class at Houston's for a year oh, or two. Yep, yep. And then pretty much right into three sixty stuff. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yep, kind of so, some big jumps there, but it worked. <laughs> that's the main thing. And yep. are you married? Any kids? What's? Yep, I'm married. Got married uh, a year ago, March. Um, my wife and I just had our. Our first daughter in January, so that's made the summer a lot busier. But it's been going pretty awesome. That's that's yeah. great. Kids, kids will they usually take up a little of your time off and on. It seems a like. little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than yeah. a race car will. I'm learning that with my first granddaughter. She takes up enough time. So, yeah, yeah, I bet. So, what is it about racing that you like? What 
what's what are the reasons why you race uh, the biggest thing for me like where we started it was something that that we did as a family you know my twin brother and i you know we started racing cards at the same time and you know, it was something we could do on the weekends with our with our parents and that's that's kind of what keeps that keeps me going trav retired a whole couple of years ago from the street stocks and his family's growing pretty big now so um yeah it's just something that that i've always done with my parents and you know with close friends and and pretty much everybody that i've known or met or you know some of the best people i have in my life i've met from racing so um that's pretty much what keeps keeps me coming back so far is just you get that that camaraderie with all them people and it's pretty much has made me who i am and and getting to spend time with my parents like that is is basically why we keep doing it. Yeah, priceless time with the parents is priceless. It is, and they they absolutely love it. I mean, they wouldn't be doing any, anything else. So, yeah, it's fun. Um, now with that MSTS, I know you travel around some. How many? Like, guess how many different tracks you hit? Do you remember? Or? Yeah, we probably hit probably eight tracks this year. Um, we ran I eighty in Norfolk. We did a couple swings down that direction. Um, and Rock Rapids, Hartford, Pusitz, Jackson. Um, I think that's all of them for this year. Kept it pretty simple this year. But in the past, you know, we've been all over the place. You know, we've run Denison and Wagner and, and uh, no, I'm trying to think of it. Some of Fairmont, you know, we run way over there. We've kind of run all over the place with the series, which is was the goal of it. You know, it, it's fun to race race new tracks and, and race local competition and and kind of see you learn a lot of things racing somewhere new every week you bet you bet did did you guys have any troubles with tires or anything this year uh yeah i mean you really had to to balance out you know what you what you were using and what you needed you know you couldn't just go to rosie's and and get four or five right rears and have you know we had to they did a good job of making sure everybody had just the right amount you know they weren't letting guys hoard them and and they uh so they'd know if you, you know, if you were racing once this weekend, well, you get one tire. If you were racing twice, well, then you might get two tires, you know, depending how much they got. So you kind of had to, to balance it. You know, there's some weeks he's, Jody would call me on Thursday and say, Hey man, I didn't get any tires in this week. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to see what you, you know, what you got for inventory and you might have to make something work. So <laughs> luckily that only ever happened about once. Otherwise we were able to get just what we needed for right rears, but um, left rears and fronts, we didn't have any issues with. That was pretty good for the most part. But yeah, the right rear deal—that was a that was a real life real life dilemma there for a while. <laughs> yeah, that that made it an interesting summer for everybody. It did. Once we got off the rubber down racetracks, it wasn't quite as bad. You could you could make a a feature tire last a heat race and stuff the next week, or sometimes even another feature. So um, I don't typically like you know hammer down heavy tracks, but when you can go home with without putting 600 bucks and tires on, you know, that's yeah. 600 bucks out of the money you just made that you didn't have to spend. So do, do you think tracks did prep it a little bit different than what they had in the past, knowing that it would be better if it was watered down more? Um, I don't, it's hard to say. I mean, there's so many variables that go into the, the track prep side of it. early on in the year. It, they definitely didn't, didn't think about it. Right? I mean, the first couple of tracks we went to were, were, you know rubber down pretty much right away but but um i mean they they made an effort to make once they like hartford the one night um lyle made an effort to try to try to get it broke back open and and not take rubber and you know that's what we like to see is then at least trying you know it's not always gonna work but he made an effort to try to try to get it where there was other racetracks that didn't do that you know they just said well it is what it is you can pack up and go home or you can race so 
I'd like to see him at least try. But after that, we really didn't have to deal with it much. Well, most tracks were pretty good. They're, they're either had, you know, the summer kind of got cooler and a little bit more higher dew points, so that helped keep the keep the moisture in it. And yep. like Rock Rapids does a good job putting us in the middle of the the middle of the program, so we get a better racetrack. You know, we don't generally shouldn't rubber up early on in the night you know or as like the stock cars and mods and stuff and they go before us sometimes they'll get it slicked off so balancing it out like that helps um i think that's one of the best things they that we've seen that has worked to keep it from taking rubber but the other classes still get good racetracks so yeah for the most part they made a pretty good did a pretty good job of of making sure it wasn't too bad so um you've obviously been to quite a few tracks over the years do do you have like a track you prefer or favorite track whatever you want to say or one that fits your driving style better than others or um it comes and goes i mean the only one that i really like hartford i've always got around good just because i've raced you know a million laps there like, you know when we started racing front wheel drives that's where we raced back in you know back when uh, uh don elliott owned it so i mean it's back in like the 2001 probably era something like that so i've been racing there a lot so you just get comfortable at a place like that, that yep. you know um Otherwise, like, I mean, I-80, I've always liked. I This year, I didn't get around there very good at all, so that was maybe not like it quite as much as I used to, but um, as far as a facility goes, it's awesome. I mean, Houston's is good. I don't get around there very good, but but I like the facility, and I like, you know, close to home helps, too. But, oh, yeah. Um, the, I Actually, one of my favorite ones was the old Jackson, the big Jackson. Oh, really? I got around there really well. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it, it to watch from the stands it was always kind of a snoozer but i always got around there pretty well and, and i enjoyed going there so that was kind of one of my favorites i've now that we got some horsepower i can i don't mind the new one quite as much because we can actually time trial and kind of hold our own there but when i had my little pooch motor it was it was hard to keep up there sure yeah that track is fast pretty much mm-hmm. all the time now it is yep you bet so who who helps you in the shop and who helps you in the pits on race days uh mike Riedel is the one that helps me at the shop and at the track more than anybody he's been with me since probably 2013 2014 something like that probably um and without him i wouldn't be able to do it i mean he comes out he does he handles all car stuff and i handle all the engine and fueling stuff so i mean he's he pretty much knows that every nut and bolt of that car front to back top to bottom you know, he, he does his maintenance on it every week. You know, he's kind of just does his own thing with that and while I handle, you know, the rest of it. So, um, yeah, he comes out to the shop and does all his work during the week. And, you know, and we always just wash the car after the races, so just me and him usually. So um, we got a couple other guys, you know, uh, Brett and Tyler. They come help us at the racetrack, which is also nice just to have hands. But um, Mike Riedel, he's definitely the one that, that – basically makes this whole operation work you know with his his knowledge he learned over the years and he's learned how to do things quickly efficiently what to look for what not to look for you know he didn't know a lot when we started but um now he's really evolved into a a pretty pivotal part of of our team what uh what kind of motor are you running you said yours rips pretty good now yeah we got a moil now i bought at the end of last year um everything was kind of getting I, ha- I had a motor actually that i have for sale right now my old uh my old workhorse and i mean i won a lot of races with that thing but it's it's getting to the point now you know guys are so good yeah where we wanted to to see if we still had what it takes to to compete with them or if it was time to retire you know we were kind of <laughs> i was just i was half-assing it basically is what it boiled down to you know i wasn't i wasn't going 100 percent you know we, with our equipment or with everything so we 
we just figured, all right, we're going to try it one more time and see, you know, see if we can compete or not. So we got new triple X cars from Rosie's and, and I bought them oil and got some horsepower and, you know, put us right back into contention again. So at least we knew we could hang now. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what you can spend on a motor, huh? Oh man, it's not, it's amazing what the value is on them. Even just after you, cause before you buy them and freshen them and stuff and you know, you'd never get out of them what you paid for them. But geez, now you can almost use them as an investment just by having a fresh one sitting there. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to, not going to lose money on it right now with parts shortages. And you know, just in general, there's always guys looking for that horsepower. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then obviously you spent a little money on the motor and some new cars this year. I'm assuming that got you a few wins then. Yep. Yep. We got, uh, got a pair on the same weekend in end of May. Um, it had been like six years, 11 months and 23 <laughs> days since I had won the Not last that you're time. keeping track though. <laughs> I, I used to have it down to the day, but I kinda, it was six, six years, 11 months and some days since I had won last. It, 2015 was the last time I had won. And, and it was getting pretty frustrating. Yeah, I mean, we'd run second a bunch of times and We've been, you know, we had that one night at Rock Rapids that Tim Cading beat us on the last lap for that $12,000 show. Oh, so yep, yep. You know, we, we had been close a lot of times. We just hadn't got it done. And, you know, when you, you go on that long without getting a W, it, it really would get frustrating. You wonder, you know, when's it going to come or, how, you know, what else do we got to do to make it happen or whatever. And, you know, we just got all the pieces of the puzzle done. That was part of getting this engine was, you got to get through a heat race and get yourself in the redraw. I mean, that's basically what it boiled down to. You, yeah. you got to give yourself a chance. You know, you can't come from, you know, ninth, 10th, 12th yeah. and yeah. win with these guys. You just, you know, there's so many good cars every week that yeah. you got to get through a heat race and you got to give yourself a chance to start, you know, in the front two rows. And, and that's what, I mean, it paid dividends there because we started outside front row at Rock Rapids and, and held Dover off. And then the next night at Hartford, I started on the outside front row again. And, uh, held off i think brandon halverson got second on that one so yeah went on an almost seven year drought and then picked up two in the same weekend was really a definitely a confidence booster <laughs> that was a fun weekend for you that's for sure i'm at it was yeah it, it was a, a major relief to finally get another especially rock rapids that's where that you know that twelve thousand dollar race i lost was at so i always kind of yep. felt like that place had owed me and i always i'd run <laughs> second there a handful of times too so i knew i knew we were good enough there i just i had to get everything put together you know get a whole night put together and and we finally did and got it done so yeah that's awesome what uh so was you know last weekend you got the points champion for msds what what does that yep. mean to you oh well, it means a lot to me because um bickett and i and dale furby were the three that kind of started that um when they were, they were getting rid of the 360 class at hartford and Hussets, um we didn't really know you know what 360 racing had in store around here anymore. So we got, we're kind of talking about our, our ideas and our plans and, and Dale's really ran with it and made it into what it is now. So, um, I mean, you see the guys that have won it in the past and, you know, Jody and Lutz has won it twice and Dover and TK won it and, you know, Bickett won it once. It's, I mean, it's a pretty, the best of the best for local drivers have won it. So I've always wanted to to get it, and the pay is nice too. And this year, I think I paid seventy five hundred bucks to win. So that's also a huge, oh yeah, you know, huge part it's a good of it way too. To go but winner, yeah, yeah. So it that was a big part of it too. But just getting your name on the on the list of champions is is a lot of what I wanted. You know, it, it kind of is it one of the the bullets on a on a career. You know, it's what you want to see is you know you were a champion of of the stuff that was around here. So to be a 
a champion of something I helped create and something that's, you know, pretty much a staple in sprint car racing around here is it does mean a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, kind of a new question that Bud came up with a while ago, but I kind of like it. Um, does your car number have any meaning or is it just a random number that you picked out? Uh, it's pretty much a random number. Um, okay. when, me, when me and Trav started racing go-karts in 98, um, our first go-kart was number 101 because we couldn't think of a number. And now Chuck was kind of in his heyday back then. Yep. So we're like, oh, yep. we'll start with that until we both got our own carts. And and he went number one and I just went 12. I mean, I back then, I kind of Brock Dump was racing carts back then. And he was one of the, the fast guys. And he, he just, he always carried himself very well, you know, very, very professional. I always wanted to be like that. And so, and he was number 12. So that was a little bit of the reason too, but otherwise, yeah, just travel the number one. And I was one, two. Yep. <laughs> <You bet. laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's yep. still a good little story there. Um, yep. Hey, well, you know, I think we should give your sponsors a shout out. Can you just rattle some of those off for us? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, the biggest one's Coltoff Electric. Um, they came on board uh, and well, they've always kind of been around for the last few years, but these last couple of years, they've really been helping us a lot to, to get our program, you know, up to what it needs to be. So, um, Bob and Mandy and Landon and Lance have, have been huge supporters of ours for, for a few years now. So they, they really are a big one for us. Um, GNR controls, uh, Dakota riggers, impact landscaping, Valen oil, uh, midway service, um, Shures farms. Those are our big ones, um, that have really, really made the last few years happen for us. Yeah. And then, well, like I've said, every time somebody mentioned, you can't do it without them hardly. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's, it costs so much money just to get, even just to get to the, you know, to the first race between freshening engines and tires and, and, you know, stuff you need in the off season. And I mean, it, it's nothing to spend, you know, fifteen twenty thousand $20,000 just to, just yep. to get to the first track. And, you know, we do a pretty good job of, of budgeting, you know, throughout the course of the year, you know, we can't always run new tires and stuff like that. We're, we're a pretty tight, tight budgeted team. But once the season gets started, we can usually maintain on winnings, especially like this year. We had a pretty good year, but it was really easy back in the day when my brother was racing street stocks because he won all the time. So we were always <laughs> making pretty good money those years. He never used any tires or anything, so I was spending all his winnings. So I don't have him to, to donate to the cause now, so I kind of got to do it all myself. Well, damn him anyhow, huh? Yep. Anyway, so so we don't keep you too long tonight. You probably got things you need to do. We'll ask some of them speed questions now. If you got a little time here yet, absolutely. Yep. Okay, these are pretty tough, so be careful now. If you don't get an <laughs> answer for one of them, just say pass because we don't care. But um, all right. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip. Cat or a dog person? Ooh, I got both. I have four dogs and a cat, but I'm going to go with dogs. Oh, yeah, that's go. the majority. That always wins, right? <laughs> Typically, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, do you have any hobbies other than racing? Uh, fishing is my main one. Oh, there you ice, go. ice fishing and, and regular fishing. I, I do that quite a bit. What Do you go for a certain kind of fish? or uh, Walleye and perch, mostly. There you go. There Good you eating. Go. Oh, it's awesome. We, we like cooking them, so if you have yeah. any you want to bring down to us, we'll be happy I, I to cook for plenty. you. I usually have plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy to get rid of it all in my freezer because that means i got to go fishing again. Oh, there, there you go. go. That's, a good, that's a good reason. <laughs> yep. Uh, come on down to Ogie's Garage. We'll cook them up for you. I'll bring them down sometime. All right. Um, do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, the new Top Gun really uh, 
really does it for me. That Top Gun Maverick, I really like that one. Otherwise, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the lampoon, the other can't hardly go wrong with a National Lampoon movie. I, I could probably quote that entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer snow or rain? Ooh, probably snow. That means it's ice fishing season. There you go. Um, another kind of new question for us. Oh, if you were going to be stranded on an island, what album or CD, I guess, of or music would you have to take along to listen to? Ooh, I'm going to say Wheeler Walker Jr. Because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> a little bit, little bit of everything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Favorite favorite place to go out to eat. Ooh, we got the Safari Bar, Bar and Grill, which is close to my house. I live out in the country, so I don't really have anything close to me. But um, if I'm going to a close place, just you know, if me and the wife just want to go get some supper, Safari Bar and Grill. Otherwise, if we go to town, uh, JL Beers. Those are my two favorites. Where's the Safari Bar at? Uh, right up the in uh, Renner, just north of Sioux Falls, off oh, cliff, okay. about a mile or two. Yep. Okay. We'll have to try that out yeah. sometime, Till. We can look oh, it's for a fantastic. Ride. Their ribeye steak sandwich is to die for. We can even take the wives along. Be nice about it. Yep. yep. Yeah. You're you can't right. beat their food. They're, well, they're affiliated with the Renner Corner Locker, so they got. I mean, oh, they're getting good meat from there right away. Oh, it's yeah. It is the best food around. No, oh, that's good to hear. We like hearing ideas. <laughs> we like uh, food. <laughs> there you go. Take take a road trip up in my neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, not a problem. Hit that bar. No. Uh, what's your favorite holiday? Ooh, I'm gonna say Labor Day because that's usually my birthday weekend. So. Oh, that's always a good one. I I do like Labor Day. Nice long weekend. Yep, a three day weekend is always good. Um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Ooh, probably my race pass. Yeah. Man, I, I got into the, the fantasy on that probably this last summer. Jeez, that I I mean I watch that all the time. I mean it's there the way that app has evolved over the years, it's it's fun to fun to watch and, and see. And there's races going on pretty much all night, every all all week, oh, every yeah. week. So there's something going yeah. somewhere on in the nation, that's for sure. Yep, yeah. Yep, that's probably my top used one, I would say. Well, like we said earlier, they're racing in Spencer tonight with the 360s yeah, over yeah. there. Yeah, I might I have to go fire up Flow here after a while and see yep. when they get started. We probably will, too. I didn't know about it till today, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't until last week. Otherwise, I probably would have went and raced it. But We've gone over there several times to push, like back when the Outlaws used to run over there, then they'd call me. Yep. But... I've never been to that place. It's Well, it's all different from what it was years ago. They've totally reworked huh. it. Interesting. But, Anyways, where were we at here? Okay, um, next one. How many speeding tickets have you gotten over the years? Ooh, speeding tickets? I've only got two technically. I've been pulled over close to 40 times, but I only have two speeding tickets and a seatbelt ticket. I think race car drivers are the best at getting out of tickets. <laughs> it seems I like have it. every excuse you could possibly have to get. I've had them run out of tickets before. Their ticket book was empty. I've had one night I was in my racing suit still coming home from the track, and, and he let me off because of it. Um yeah, I've had about every every excuse in the book for not getting one. <laughs> what's so? With that being said, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Oh, probably. I had a little turbo cobalt once. I I used to hot rod around. I I got that up to probably 140. Yep. I typically don't speed too much on the highway just because nothing can really duplicate. You know what a a race you know, oh, a sprint no. car can do, no. you know, when you got, you know, seven, 800 horse and a 1500 pound car, yep. you really can't. And some people kind of find that hard to believe. Like, well, I figured you'd be, you know, driving like that all the time. It's like, well, nothing really sets you back or, or gets you to the kind of speed that, 
you know, something like this does. So I, I typically don't. I'm more of a cruiser now more than yeah. I am a hot rodder. But well, you can't. You maybe can't. if he was in Chicago on 10 lanes, he could weave in yeah. and out, and that'd be more like racing. That'd, that would be a little more fun, yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, it's hard to duplicate the racing just on That's the highway because right. nobody else is trying to keep up with you. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yep. Um, what's your favorite drink? Ooh. I do like me a good Morgan Coke with a lime, but otherwise, usually Bud Light's my... My top go-to is in the in the shop fridge. All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And if money was not an option and you could own any car, pickup, vehicle, anything in the world, what, what would you like to have? Ooh. Well, I had a – I always wanted a 69 Camaro, and I bought one of them probably six or seven years ago. I actually just sold it. So I, I can cross that off my list now. I've always wanted a <laughs> Supra. Okay. It's always kind of been one of my one of my – I don't know, realistic cars I think I could own someday. But, yeah, that, that would probably be the, the next one. I'm not really into, like, the the Lamborghinis and, the, no. you know, the big, high, super expensive stuff. But, um, yeah, I want something I can drive. You know, I want something Absolutely. I can actually enjoy and, and not worry about getting a rock chip in it or something like that. Well, for most of them fancy cars, like them Lambers and even the Corvettes and stuff, I can't get back out of the darn things once I fall down in them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that with the new Corvette. I work at the Chevy dealer in town, and the new Corvettes, yeah, it's about impossible to get back up, even for me. Uh, yeah, you've got to be younger and smaller than I am. Yeah. All right. Well, Troy, thanks so much for being on. Plans next year are to run the MSTS again? Um, I'll probably run a little bit more of a, a part-time schedule, I think. Um, we ran probably 15 shows this year, I think we got. So I have probably... 10 races left on before I, i'm not, not going to freshen the motor this year so okay um i got about 10 shows i can run next year on this one so my wife was pretty tolerant this year with with uh our racing in the time it took and i don't not so certain she's going to be quite as tolerant next year so we might just race you know race some rock rabbits and hartford and just kind of the local stuff that we well that we baby that baby you got she's going to be tearing all over yeah, by I'm next summer so. all over. yeah exactly yeah so that, <laughs> that's going to take a ton of time so i don't know how much we'll get to, out yeah so it already is but yeah i don't know how much we're going to get to race next year but i'd i'd like to get get a few more in before i decide to retire sure you bet all right sounds well, great well best of luck next year with whatever you decide to do and thanks again for coming on yeah and congrats yep. on the title yep sounds good guys thank you yep, you bye see ya like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Hey, we're back. Hoagie's Garage. Another episode done. Troy, you know, pretty good guy. Yeah, super nice guy, it seems you know, like. It was, it was good to 
hear more about him and got his young family honest, started now. I didn't know he had a twin brother. Did you know that before I we started? I knew there was a brother. Didn't realize they were twins. Yeah. So um, cutting back a little bit, maybe next year. Not running quite as many races, but but he's got that championship that yep. he's wanted. Yep. You know, he's wanted that beside his name for a long time, and uh, he got two wins this year. You know, it's yep. what he say it was since. Oh, well, he had it down to the days. Yeah, months, eleven days. Year, or, or six years, know, eleven months, yep. and some odd days or yep. something. I Do you know. remember the one with TK and Rocky? I remember that one. That yep. was he led like the whole thing yep. until like the last lap. Yep. So that was a little bit of a heartbreaker. Plus, good old Chucky threw in a lot of extra money that night. That would have been great for Troy. But hey. We wish it's Troy the yep. we want to congratulate Troy, but then yep. also wish him the best for next year. Yep. So maybe he'll win us another race at Houston, so we can sneak him in there if we're doing that again next year. All right, we'll see you.